0: Fire, fury, power, my name is legend. Welcome to Fuel Your Drive. Welcome to Fuel Your Drive. I am your host, Josh York. And guys, we got a great guest today. I'm really excited about this guest. I've been paying attention to this man for quite a while, He's a mover. He's a shaker. He gets the job done. He doesn't make excuses. He takes action. What do I talk about? I talk about this all the time. The action takers are the money makers, and this man is an action taker, and I love that. And honestly, how this all started—true story, no joke—I was impressed with his hair. I was like, this guy's got a great hairstyle, man. Good gel <laughs> slicks it up to the side. I was loving it, and I kind of reached out to him, and we started talking, and now we become friendly, and. We're starting to work together. But with that said, I want to introduce you to Jack Johnson. Jack, welcome to the show. I love the energy, man. I love it. I'm pumped. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, Jack. So, Jack, so first let's let's kind of get into a little bit about your background. So my listeners, you know, know a little bit about you and what's gotten you to where you are today because you're doing big things and I am impressed. And I know others are impressed. So let's start there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well. You know, it's hard to believe I started my franchise journey in 2002, Um, started with a healthcare franchise. When I tell you we started this healthcare franchise with 300 grand, that's it. That's all we had. Um, And it was, you know, wing in a prayer. I'm sure you experienced this when when you started your business and it was hustle and go to work or go home and get a job. Thankfully, we grew that franchise to hundreds of locations and a private equity sale, and that's what brought me into the franchise consulting world. Um, I should mention that the probably the more talented half of of my team, my wife Jill, is not on the podcast today. Um, but this is it's just the franchise world, as you know, is awesome. Uh, and you yeah. talk about winning and having the drive to win. That's what we try and help our clients do is is find the business where they can be, where they can accomplish things they never dreamed possible, because that's what you can do uh, with business ownership and franchise ownership.
0: 100%. So let, let's go back a little bit, though, to the, to the business you started. So did you ever have a plan B? Like, did you ever say, wow, this is not going to work? Or wow, you know, uh, if this doesn't work, I can do this? Or, you know, like, what, what was your mindset going into it?
1: You know, I have to be honest with you. I always have a a, a kind of a a plan B in the background, right? Like, what happens if if we don't, you know, hit our revenue goals? What what what's sort of the the sort of DEFCON five, you know, pro forma that we follow? Um, so I always have it, but I have to tell you something. I kind of refuse to let it happen. Um, you know, it's like if if we get to a point where we're not doing what we should be, I get kind of pissed and I get after it and I will, you know, work until I make it happen. It's just sort of a, a refusal to accept mediocrity or not making it
0: happen. 100%, so, you know, look, I always say plan B is for losers and, you know, what you're saying more is like, is it, you know, I wouldn't really say it's a plan B, it's more of like how you're gonna maneuver to make it work, you know, and how you're gonna figure out a way, because, you know, I tell people this all the time, there's always a way, and no matter how bad it gets or how painful it is, there's always a way. But that's up to you as the person to drive that. That's up to you as the person to take the action. It's up to you to make it happen. And if you're hearing, you know, any type of noise and negativity from other people, you got to you gotta just get rid of it and just pay no attention to it. Like, you know, ha- have you ever had, you know, times in your life, you know, coming up, obviously, you know, you know where you are today, where people were negative? And how did you handle that?
1: Well, I'll tell you something. This is you, we coach, um, on any given day, we're coaching 30 entrepreneurs or, or would be soon entrepreneurs. And one of the, the biggest pieces, uh, pieces of advice that I give is when you become a franchise owner and you get into a system, it's like the classroom. There's a students, B students, C students yeah. don't hang out with the C students. Don't listen to the C students. Don't listen to the negativity, find the A okay. students and make them your best friends only follow what the most high-performing people in your particular system are doing, because if you get caught there in that sort of undercurrent of people who are underperforming, they spend more time talking about what's not happening versus what And I'll give you a quick example. Um, so back in about, I don't know, 2012, when I was at Home Care Assistance, we trained two new franchisees, uh, both in the state of Ohio, one in Cleveland, one in Cincinnati. A couple years later, Cincinnati's got a $4 million business. Cleveland's barely doing a million. Cincinnati's going out, finding ways. He's taking all our programs. I'm sure you see this with your franchise. He's doing everything, right? He's networking. He's an animal. Guy in Cleveland is sitting there saying, well, you guys aren't supporting me this way or you're not doing that. These guys got the same training. They're in similar markets, but it was different attitudes. And so for me, it's always surrounding yourself with, with people that
0: have sort of that winning attitude. Hundred, hundred hundred percent. You know, it's like, you know, when, when people want to talk to, you know, our franchise owners, you know, in, in the process of coming on board, you know, and sometimes they want to talk to a mix, but I, you know, I, I always ask them like, you you know, you, do, are you going to be a top performer? And they say, yes. I said, are you sure about that? And they say, yes, it's okay. So you want to talk to top performers or low performers? Because just like what you said is really true. You have a P pe- you have people doing, you know, a pluses and people doing C's and D's and, um, that's that. That happens in McDonald's. That happens in every franchise. But the ones who are putting in more of the work though, are the ones who are, are going to be more successful. So, you know, what are you like? What are you? What is your secret to you know? You, you're you're. I, I'm always seeing activity, right? I'm liking your stuff when it pops up. I'm always seeing activity. What are you doing? To, well, I know what you're doing, but I want my listeners to know what do you do to create that activity? Because, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves. I can't stand this. Is when someone says oh, I tried it but it didn't work. Okay, how many times did you try it? Twice? Or they'll say, oh, I tried it for three, three, three weeks. So like, walk us through how Double J, Jack Johnson does it because I know you get the job done. So let's, let's. Uh, I want people to hear about it.
1: Well, I think it's, it's understanding yourself, right? It's understanding where you drive, where, where you get your energy from. Um, And the further I go along in in being an entrepreneur, it's being very conscious um, of my energy and taking care of myself. So I really started to incorporate a lot of things from from more meditative breathing to the Wim Hof breathing to things like cold plunges um, and cryotherapy, as well as working out every single day, because I want to have that energy and that confidence. Um, to drive me and listen. I'm I'm 48, you know, so I I'm I not. It's not like when I was 30. So I think first is take care of your body, take care of your mind, make sure that you're right. But secondly, find those things that that drive you. Um, I've always respected how a guy like Tom Brady, who's won all these Super Bowls, all these accolades, still finds a way to get mad. He finds things to get mad, and I I would tell you I'm not at all comparing myself to Tom Brady, but. I do the same thing. I find things to make me mad, to make me want to go to work and go hustle and do
0: it better than the next guy. Love it. I love it. That's so true, you know, because, you know, it's, you know, look, you're hitting on all the things I talk about, you know, and I always say, you know, the number one most important thing is how you think about yourself, right? Like when you're like literally standing in front of a mirror naked, are you confident? What do you feel? what, What do you feel? Like that's very important because that's going to change everything. I always say confidence changes everything. In order to do that, you got to move. And look, you look fantastic, man. Why do you look fantastic? Because you move your body. You take care of yourself. You're willing to do uncomfortable things. So now, you know, you know, t- 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 just so people understand, because we didn't really touch this. So you're in the franchise industry, as I, as as I, as I am, and you help people go into franchises. So maybe you could just explain a little bit how that works so people understand that. Because, you know, they might be interested in the gym guys. They might be interested in another franchise.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I think that's a great question. So I am a franchise consultant. Um, The easiest way to think about what I do is very similar to a real estate agent, except instead of helping you find the right house and the right neighborhood, the right school district for your kids, I help you find the right franchise to to do what you want to do. Everybody has a different why. You know, not everyone's like me. Listen, I like making money. I like being rich. (laughs) I like going to the Bahamas at the last second and, and, you know, living a life I could only dream of as a kid, but other people have other things. They want to help people. They want to, they want to diversify. They're already happy. So whatever they want to do, my job is to show them how to accomplish that with a franchise. And there's a franchise for everyone, if they're willing to follow my process. And, you know, we, on any given day, we're working, as I said before, with 30 different people on their franchise search. We're working with 500 plus franchises. Um, there is something out there for everyone. And would you believe we saved people last year over half a million dollars in franchise fees? So we're able, because of our volume, to get them a better deal on their franchise and provide them free guidance. I don't charge for my guidance um, in helping people find the right franchise.
0: That's great. Yeah, that's great. And uh you know, I really like how you kind of compared that to like real estate, because it's very true, you know, and it's a, it's definitely a process going through. And you got to make sure, obviously, that you're being guided properly. Because sometimes, you know, what you're going to see online might not be 100% correct. And you know, when someone has a deeper understanding of the industry and brands to work with, and who's good, and who's real, who's not, because I will tell you, like, I hear things like, I hear like this all the time, like, look, I'm very on top of everything. But I, I think it's crazy when someone doesn't like respond to a A territory check. Let's say, you know, someone reaches out, you know, is this area open? I might have a possible, you know, interest for you. And someone doesn't respond for a week. Like, I don't understand that. That makes zero sense to me. Like, you know, anyone who acts with not, you know, not having urgency and not thinking it's important is not going to move the needle. So maybe talk a little bit about, you know, some challenges you see with some people looking into obviously franchises. What are some challenges people have? Because You know, one thing I always hear is fear, right? 90% of the calls I'm on, people are always nervous. And I always say that's a good thing because if you're not nervous, there's something wrong with you. But I always say fear is the greatest indicator that you have to do it. So how do you like what are some things you hear or maybe it is fear or maybe it's other things and how do you handle it?
1: I like fear. Um, you know, my son and I were just having this conversation uh last week. There, we were in the Bahamas and there was this water slide that must have been, I don't know, 200 feet, whatever it was, it was straight down drop. And um, you know, he's a little guy, he's eight years old, and he's afraid of all this stuff. And I said, Listen, it's okay to be afraid. Being afraid, you're gonna be afraid so many times in your life. It's what you do with that fear, and how can you control it? And what I like to say to our clients when we work with them is it's okay to be afraid, but we gotta be excited too. If we don't have excitement to go along with the fear, it's not worth it. Interestingly enough, once you go along, like you said, fear is such a great motivator. When people get too comfortable, all of a sudden they lose their edge. Yeah. Like you know, I think one of the first years of being a franchise consultant, when we finally had the business going to a place where we were comfortable, right? We could buy a house, we could do all the stuff we wanted to do. Um, I wasn't afraid for a minute. And I felt it it almost was like a a feeling of being naked. I, I hated it. I was like, uh, this doesn't feel right. I need to get afraid again. And so you can use fear, but it's learning how to use it and, and seeking out other people that understand how to use it to your to your advantage. So would you agree that comfort kills? I do agree with that. I think that's a great point. And by the way, I do want to give you a compliment, like you mentioned, with the territory checks uh, for people wondering what that is. When when a guy like me calls up, you know, gym guys and says, hey, do you have territory available in San Diego? Um, if sometimes with other franchises, we may not hear for a couple hours, a couple of days with gym guys, you hear in a couple of seconds and that that's proof positive to, to exactly what you were talking about. And for a guy like me
0: that's trying to help my clients see what franchises are out there, that kind
1: of timing is everything.
0: hundred percent, hundred percent. And you know, like I, I have no problem sometimes even giving out these things on calls and letting people know what I do. Cause the fact of the matter is 99% of people still won't do it. And it's just mind blowing to me. And that's kind of why I put out content because you know, I also want to indirectly inspire all of our franchise owners. You know, um, I had a call today with somebody and he's been listening to pretty much all of the podcast episodes on, on on Fuel Your Drive. And that's what made him pull the trigger to get a franchise, you know, so like this can obviously right. help someone. And that's why I love doing what I do. But, um, you know, so, you know, from, from an outsider, you know, in, in the franchise industry and business, you know, because this is very important. And I talk about this all the time. Why? I I don't want to say what I think. I want to hear from your side. Why is it much more important to go into a franchise model than trying to do it on your own?
1: (laughs) I mean, there's so many reasons, and we don't have the time to go through it. But I I think about where franchises are now. I mean, franchising has always been a good route, but I think you'll agree it's better today than it's ever been before. And you guys all have this stuff, the good ones, like what you have. To, to have the whole playbook dialed in, you know, step one through step 100 um, of understanding how to start the business, how to grow the business. But also, here's the other side. Franchisees hit lots of different sort of peaks as they go. So it's I, I think having that knowledge base of how to grow a business, the challenges you're going to face, because when you start something from scratch, you, you don't always know and you waste a lot of money making mistakes i know when we started home care assistance we made a lot of mistakes along the way that we had to figure out before we could roll it out to our franchisees so no it it makes the whole process of business ownership much more predictable it's like the biggest to me if you're comfortable in corporate america but you're tired of someone controlling your time if you're tired of just making a hundred grand a year if you're tired of not being able to save up for retirement as you should Then franchising provides that perfect middle ground because you're still gonna get all the corporate support that you had before. But here's the big difference a franchisor collects a royalty, which some people look at it and say, oh man, I don't wanna pay the royalty. Dude, the royalty is the best money you can pay because both of you guys, the franchisor and the franchisee, want the same thing. Everybody wants to grow a big multi million dollar location. So the franchisor is gonna work their ass off um, to help you do that just like you're gonna work your ass off to grow a great business. So to me, there's no better, it's so opposite of corporate America where, listen, when things get tight, the guys with the high salaries get cut, right? We're seeing this all the time right now. With the franchise world, no one's coming for you. You can build a business as big as you want. You really can. You can start with one franchise and every couple of years add another franchise. It's unlimited. So to me, franchising just provides a much more predictable, much more sort of safe haven way of growing a business as long as you're willing to go in there and work and be the X factor and build a business. And that's where finding the right business really is the ultimate X
0: factor in all of this. Spot on, my man. So now let's go to the next question here because people think because you buy a franchise it's just going to work and that's not true, right? And I, I tell people this on all my calls. So let's talk through that because... Uh, people have heard me talk about this before from your perspective, you know, because I've had someone actually tell me once, like, OK, so I buy the franchise and like, what do I really do? I just hire some people and it's good and it's just going to run like. So let's walk through that because that's important to understand, too.
1: I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. It's it's finding that franchise where a prospective franchise owner talks to other franchisees in the system and says, I can do that. You know what? I just got fired up talking to that franchisee in Toledo. Wow. I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to lead my team. I'm excited to pay people better than they've been paid before. I'm excited to give people the job of their dreams, and I'm excited to grow a freaking empire. You're right. If someone's just looking at this and saying, "Well, I'm going to buy in, and you know, we're going to do," it, no way. No, you've got to. You are the guy. You're the or, or the gal. You're the X factor. Now, that being said, here's the, the. I think there is a fine line here because another mistake that franchisees make is when they try and do it all when they get too involved in the business. You know what, can, uh, is there any sort of language? Can we use all the you, words we want to use? You can use whatever you want in here. Okay, let's be real. If there's a guy, like I talked to a, a guy who owned a printing franchise and he was in this eighth year and he said to me, I just took my first vacation and we just hit a million gross. I'm like, dude, you, you, you did it wrong. You completely fucked the whole thing up. You gotta work on the business. If you're gonna be a franchise owner, You want to hire people. You want to build your team. You want to build it so you can get that sort of work-life balance you want. Because that way, if you've got a good GM that's focused on managing your your workforce, you can work it on how fast can I grow? How fast can I open that second location? How can I get to, let's say your top performing location is netting 250 grand a year. How fast can I get there? How can I get triple that? How do I do that? So, as a business owner, your number one job is to work on the business, not in it. The minute, the minute you work in that
0: business, you're screwed. You're not going to grow. People are going to think they're, they're hearing me talk, but that's actually Jack. Because I say this thing, I say this all the time. Like the things that we've implemented in my business, and a great book by Michael Gerber, who I know, um, you know, which is a fantastic book called *The E Myth*, teaches you about how you should be working on the business, not in the business. Now, let me tell you something. One of my biggest things here, Jack, at at Gym Guys, what we've done, we implemented a call center. We now have a whole entire hiring team where we don't actually hire, but we vet, screen, interview. We do everything and then say, Jack, here you go. Here's 10 rock stars. Hire who you want. Why are we doing these things? Because you, as a business owner, need to focus on revenue-generating activities, and I want to take away all all that stress and pressure because- you don't realize how much time goes into hiring and going through resumes and having people not show up and so on and so forth and the rest of the list that, that 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 goes on and on when it comes to hiring. Phone calls, leads, all that. This allows you to work more on your business. And it's so true because I talk about this all the time. When we started, we used to we bring on trainers and it was not the right move, right? It's very, you got to be a really rare type of trainer for us to bring you on as a franchise owner. Soon as we made the change, the more executive type people who understand leadership, management, sales, marketing, it, went, it was game changer. Why? Just to, exactly for what you just said, because they understand the scale. You got to put the right people in the right seats, and that's how you make the magic happen. And um, it's really spot on because I'll tell you, I had you know my my first franchise that did a million took I think what like six years, seven years, about six no six years um and now people are doing it like like quick really quick like i've had some people make their money back in three months now again i'm not i'm not putting out an earnings claim in there i'm not saying you're going to do that but you can but literally someone's made their money back in, in three months and typically they're making it back in a year it takes businesses three to four years to make returns on that like you know so so you have to make sure you're smart with that so before we kind of wrap up you know uh two more questions so What do you see for your future? Right. Because you're doing amazing things. And um, like I said, I'm very impressed. And, you know, I always say it's great to make a living. It's much better to make a difference. And you're hitting in that category, too, because you're making a living. You're doing well. But at the same time, you're helping people. Right. You're 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 getting them at an American dream. So what do you see going forward for for, for Jack Johnson?
1: You know, the world of franchising if there's one thing that's pretty darn predictable it's that there's always going to be great franchise opportunities every single year um but it, it, it's such a it's such a neat thing you said the words american dream and i to me that's why i don't think i'll ever stop doing this because it, you know not to, to get all you know all america on everybody but let's face it how many places can you build something like we have um and live the life that i mean i've, I've just seen it i remember growing up being a kid and, and being in you know when my parents had a hard time we were at the dollar before the dollar store there was the day-old bread store right you might you could buy the day-old bread um, and so my point is is that i always think back to those moments and i look where we are now and this world of business ownership and franchising, this is where I'm gonna stay. I just I love it. I've seen I see dreams come true every day. I have clients, my client Vince owns 27 franchises. Um, my client Brian owns 10 franchises. I'm watching these guys, and it's just such a pleasure to to be involved in this world and working with guys like you. So no man, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep hustling and keep working and helping people find the right franchise. That's our that's our bliss.
0: Love it. I love it. I love it, Jack. And the last thing I like to finish off my interviews, if you were conducting this interview, what question would you have asked? Always <laughs> throw ask, people off. Ask you or ask me. What would I, what would you ask yourself? And then you can answer it. That is, you know what?
1: Of all the interviews I've ever done, that's the first time someone has said that. I would say, what would be the question? The question I would ask myself is, How on earth do you make such a good Neapolitan pizza when you're out helping people find franchises all day long? And my answer would be years and years of practice (laughs) and bad pizzas.
0: (laughs) Practice makes permanence, as I love to say. Jack, where can people find you more information if they're interested in learning about any type of franchise? Not just the gym guys, for any franchise, where can they find you?
1: You can find us on thefranchiseinsiders.com. can find me jack johnson on instagram my my name there is not that jack johnson you can find us on linkedin jack johnson franchise insiders um the best way also jack and jill johnson type that in my wife jill she's got her own brand called
0: the franchise mom we're all over the place yeah they are all over the place and you know i talk about it all the time people omnipresence be big go big or you go home if you don't do big things Big things are not going to happen. But, Jack, thank you so much for blessing us with your time. I appreciate you being a guest on Fuel Your Drive. You gave out some great golden nuggets to our listeners, and um, really appreciate it, pal. Awesome, man. Thanks for having me. Yes, and guys, don't remember, please share, like, comment. Guys, I'm doing this for you to help you grow, so please continue to share the podcast. Until next time, remember, Fuel Your Drive. Imagine.